Do you need a business plan? Do you need to sell your business? That and more today on Cashflow. Hi, I'm Jason Waters, CEO of JW Financial Group, and welcome to Cashflow, where we talk about the number one goal of your business, which is to create cash flow. With us today is Mitzi Moore. Welcome, Mitzi. Thank Thanks. you for being here. Thanks for having me. It's Tell a pleasure us, to be here. Yeah. I uh, know we've talked about you coming on a long time, so I'd like to start out by you telling us your story. Okay. Well, it's great to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. I have had several businesses and actually have several businesses right now. So I am a serial entrepreneur just like you and uh, started out having a plumbing business, working in the plumbing business with my father and having Sundial Plumbing and sold that business three years ago. And now work in real estate with Atlanta Fine Homes, Sotheby's and have a, also a, my builder's license and work with Mitzi Smith Properties, Georgian Homes and do a little bit with that. And so right now, just the two businesses okay. to keep you busy. That sounds like enough to keep busy for sure. It does. <laughs> what advice would you give someone that wants to start a business? Great question. And Mitzi, you have started multiple businesses, some on your own, some with family members. So what would you say to that? Probably the f most important part of starting a business would be the business plan. It definitely comprehensive feasibility study to make sure that you have a viable business and that with either yourself or partners that you have common goals and that it's financially and market-wise and in, in every way a feasible business and you want to start out with a successful plan because if, if you don't you're likely not going to be successful. So some folks I talk to think they don't need a business plan. They say that's just if you need to give it to the bank or whatever. But you're saying you really need a business plan. I think that you're likely not to succeed without a business yeah. plan in, in my opinion. In every way from with your partners to make sure that you have the same goals and that also for the finances and the market Every, in every way, you need a business plan. It's like building a house without a, a set of plans. Exactly. It, it really is, because it, it's really very much like building a house. You just, and I'm a, I'm a builder, you have to start with your pillars, your foundation, and the whole, you just can't build a good house without a set of plans. Sure, and a lot of times with business plans, it's the creation of the plan is where you're really learning. It's not the static document in the end, but it's the thought process of who are my clients, um, where, where are they coming from? How much can I charge them? How much do I make per client? You know, who are my suppliers? And thinking through all of that, who's my competition? How do I win? So all of that that goes in this thought process, I mean, things that you might not think about if you don't try to put it on paper. Well, the whole time you have to be cognizant of what is your value because you have to always be ahead of value. If, if you aren't giving value, then you, you, why do you exist? There's no, there's no reason for people to pay you money. Mm -hmm. You have to be sure that you're always giving more value than you're receiving money. Right. And that, that's, the, that's the essence of why that you exist and why people would support you. It, and that changes over time with competition and with the, the landscape of business is that you have to make sure that you're giving more value than people are giving you money. Yep. So very, that, very that, true statement. So um, 
you know, it's, it's imperative and that you have to always be looking. When you have decided on what the value is, you need to be always looking of how you could increase that. And I always tried to keep the money the same, but keep, get the value more and more. And of course, as you do that, the money goes up, but you wanna always make sure that you're giving more, away, way more value than the money that you're charging. I agree. And when I've run into issues with, I think we all have at some point with clients, is when we don't keep adding value. Right. And so uh, they don't wanna keep paying you. That's right. <laughs> so, great points. How do you get a business plan started? Well, usually when you start a business, you would start with a basic feasibility study and you look at all of the main areas, the finance, the customers, the market, um, the SWOT analysis, and then you would start with a basic business plan like any bank would want, would, would be comprehensive. And then it's almost like a, a blueprint. You start with a, the main document and then as you go through time, you use the document because it's like, um, a basic tool it's something that you use it isn't one document that you make for the bank and mm -hmm. then set it aside because if it is it's just a lot of busy work and it's sure. it's not relevant and it isn't going to help you and it should be a vibrant living document that you use all of the time and in my business we always you we always did at the end of the year we did a um, state of the company end of the year report and what we did is all of our data fed into, so all of the, um, the analytics that we kept fed into the document. And we would, we would look at those components at the end of the year and see how we did on the scorekeeping that we wanted to keep. For example, in human resources, what was the turnover? How did we do in the training? What was our diversity? All of the, the areas that we wanted to keep up with. Mm -hmm. And then how many people that we had licensed? What, the, you know, what did we want to do in just the HR area? Uh, in the customer area, how many repeat customers did we have? How much growth in customers did we have? What was our geography footprint? Did we grow in the areas that we wanted to grow with? And then we overlap that with the advertising. How, how did our advertising perform for the dollars that we spent? Did it generate the return on investment that we wanted it to generate? Those type things in all of those areas. In the financial, did we have the growth that we wanted to? Um, did we get the return on investment for you know the, the areas that we wanted to grow? Yeah. Um, what, you know what was the general turnover and all of the different areas? Do, and we had you know product development. Do we have the, the new growth in new areas? Um, projections according to what we wanted to do. So you know all of those areas we would I would feed it back to that basic feasibility study every year. And so when you look at that, you start seeing trends after four or five years. And so it's really fun because you, you sit back and you say, wow, I'm doing so great in so many areas and I'm not in other areas. So if you use those, if you keep analytics into the areas, you can start focusing on the areas that you want to. And you can be intentional with your business and you start being much more fruitful with your time. Right. And you can direct your energies to get the results that you want. So I think what some of our viewers would like to know is, um, you're talking about a plumbing company, correct? Right. Well, and it and can so, apply to really But, but that was company. your company. Right. And so we have a lot of contractors that watch the show. And so for people that think that, you know, this is Fortune 500 lingo, it's not. It's no. a It's a plumbing company. It's it a contractor. It's a small company. Yeah. I mean. It's for anyone. Anyone can do use these tools and be successful and help them be more successful. 
Uh, something you brought up, that's what makes sure everybody knows, is SWOT analysis, yes. which is taking your strengths, weaknesses, oppositions, and threats. That's what that means. And Google it. You can you can you know find plenty of templates and how mm -hmm. to how to do that. But I think it's that's an important tool as well yes. to know um, you know who your competition is. And you can do it on yourself too. I mean, you can yeah. do it whether you're one person. Um, I do that now with the with Realty. So I'll, you know, I'll look at that and I'll look at my time that I spend you know, personally with organizations because I'm sort of starting over as sure. a one-person business and you know, what I want to do with the time and how I'm going to reach people and connect. And it, so it's the same thing. It doesn't matter if you have you know, 70 employees or 700 or just one. Right. What is it like changing from one industry to another? You know, going from one industry to starting your own business, I think is, is kind of what a lot of folks want to know. And I did that myself uh, a couple years ago. I was a banker for almost 20 years and decided I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I'd worked with entrepreneurs for 20 years. And so um, I always, always wanted to pursue that route. So I did. I started two companies or started working with one company, a friend of mine in the mortgage business, and then started this outsourced CFO and accounting company. And so... I basically took knowledge that I had from my previous industry and used that to start my new field. And what I would say to anyone is you have to have some kind of link to what you used to do in the past. Like if you were a physician and you decided you want to go start a restaurant, that's probably not the best idea. But if you were a physician, you started, you, you want to start a medical supply company, then you're a little closer to that. So what's that next step? What is close enough to what you did before? Um, to make a good transition. And I think that's really important. What's it like to make a career change from running a plumbing company to I'm a realtor? Um, it's exciting, it's sort of scary, and um, but I think really exciting altogether. And I love houses, I love land, I love construction, I love, I love houses, period. Right. And um, I see a lot of opportunity everywhere. Uh, I go into these homes and I see a lot of homes that are aging, that need um, a little remodel, and a lot of times people go in homes and they see homes that are run down. I see opportunity in those homes, and I think that's part of my uh, excitement is being able to look in those homes and see opportunities that maybe others see problems yeah. and that I can, I can sell those homes and help people to um, realize good return on investment into homes or find you know something and I think that having the background in construction and uh, building you know is an asset too. What advice would you give someone that wants to sell their business? We work with a lot of uh, businesses, businesses in transition a lot of businesses that are selling, we run due diligence on it. So I'm involved with a lot of entrepreneurs that are selling their companies. Mitzi has done that herself uh, a few years ago. So tell us your experience in selling your company. Well, I had a good experience in selling my company and I would probably give um, really the same, not really, you don't do anything any different than you do when you run a good business. You just, you run a good business, you run a you do everything above board. The same thing that you do when you run a, a business when you don't have one for sale. Um, just good business practices and you clean all your books up, you keep them clean. Of course, I did that before. And, um, you know, really not much different than you do before. 
Uh, it's a little stressful because you do a little more work. You have a lot of people looking at everything. Sure. And for for me, of course, you have to keep a lot of that confidential from the you know with the employees mm -hmm. because they don't understand and and so you know you just keep it confidential. Uh, or I did. I guess not everyone would, but yeah. I I did until until that's that uh, deal is complete. But it was it I you know had a good experience okay. with that. Good. And one thing I would add is that from a financial standpoint you got to start preparing your business for sale a couple years prior to when you want to sell. There are yes. so many companies that don't have good, don't keep good books or they keep it good enough to run their business, but not, not good enough to sell. And it's really going to impact your value when you come to sell. So yeah, one thing I, that like I did, you know, for, for years, I did a lot of philanthropy in the community and the, you know, for example, the Boy Scouts would come in and, and they would say, we need some pipe for a project. And I would say, oh, we'll just go down to the w warehouse and the warehouse manager will fix you up. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't keep a tally of what I gave. You know, I just didn't because I, I, just, I just didn't do that. And, but then I had to start keeping, you know, keeping record of everything that I mm -hmm. gave because it mattered. And that's part of keeping good, clean books. Exactly. And so that, you know, that is, at the end of the year, state of the company report that I was talking about earlier, I was kind of surprised at how much I gave. I gave so much that my CPA sort of got on to me, <laughs> <laughs> which was really kind of a good thing. I was really proud of that, but I wasn't proud that I had not been keeping score because that's part of keeping good books. And that was just one area that I needed to improve on. And so I was, I was proud that to, to start keeping score. And, and, proud, and I wanted to keep that up, but that was an area that I needed to improve on, and I did. And that was part of getting everything really cleaned up to sell the business. Well, that's all we have for today. Mitzi, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much. If my uh, folks want to find you, how can they find you? Uh, I have a website, warrenandmore.com, and I'm Mitzi Moore with Atlanta Fine Homes, Sotheby's International Realty. So thank you. And you can find me at Jason Waters or hashtag Cashflow. Until next time.